Well, a very good morning and welcome to each of you. I'm Tricia Hillis. I'm the Canon Pastor here at St. Paul's. And it's a very great pleasure to welcome you to the St. Faith's Chapel for this morning's event. What is stewardship and why does it matter? A keynote lecture by Professor Ed Wilson. Some of you might be wondering why we're gathered here why the subject of biodiversity matters here in church. Well, Mr. Wilson's own foundation has as a stated mission the fostering of a knowing stewardship of our world, and it's engaged in significant work in expressing an urgent call for help and a generous invitation to people of faith, calling us to join in recognising and responding to the seriousness of the need and the lateness of the time, a call to stewardship. And growing numbers of people of faith believe that nothing could be more in keeping with what we're asked to do as Christians in the world. And why might that be? Stewardship invites participation in the divine act of creating and sustaining. It's the consecration of and the practical outworking of obedience in the administration of everything that's been entrusted to us. Thank you for that comment. If we can continue and then hopefully open the floor for conversations and responses later, that will be a great conversation to have. Well, stewardship, as I was saying, from a Christian point of view, asks us to consider our responsibility as caretakers and as stewards, but not owners. To be managers of that which belongs to God and accountable for the quality of our caretaking. From a Christian perspective, steward or stewardship also invites us to recognize our solidarity, a solidarity of creatureliness reminded that our flourishing depends on our management of creation and its creation. We're dependent on its provision. A concern for stewardship for a Christian would also speak from the principle of shalom, central to the heart of faith, often translated as peace, but invoking wholeness well-being of an expansive nature. For those of us who claim that the divine came, took flesh, was born into creation, matter should matter. And so St. Paul's Institute considers stewardship one of its core themes. And earlier this year, we had Christiana Figueres Executive Secretary for the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change with us. And you'll find copies of the report of her visit on your seats. And today we're extraordinarily fortunate to be able to continue the illustrious series of speakers visiting us, benefiting from Professor Wilson's presence in London. Professor Wilson finds common purpose with the church in his search to save the planet and he does it beautifully in his book, The Creation, which begins with a letter to a Southern Baptist preacher in which he writes, 
Surely we can agree that each species, however inconspicuous and humble it may seem, seems to us at the moment, may seem to us at this moment, it's a masterpiece of biology and well worth saving. And if there is any moral precept shared by people of all beliefs, it is that we owe ourselves and future generations a beautiful, rich and healthful environment. I hope therefore you can understand why we are proud to make common cause with people like Professor Wilson and to do what we can to help bring his ideas to a wider audience. To do this, this event has been jointly organised with the Memo Project, Long Finance and the City of London Corporation, and with Professor Wilson's Diversity Foundation, to whom we are deeply grateful. Professor Michael Manali, who is also an alderman of the Corporation of London, will chair our session this morning. Please would you join me now in welcoming our speakers and our guests. Welcome. Good morning and thank you for such a lovely and warm welcome to this very special place, St. Paul's. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of the St. Paul's Institute, the Memo Project, the City of London Corporation, and Zien's Long Finance Initiative, I'm delighted to welcome you to today's special event with the E.O. Wilson Biodiversity Foundation. It's a particularly interesting event for me because just over there in the far corner are many of the Gresham professors and many of the founders of the Royal Society, Robert Hooke and Christopher Wren. So we're very pleased that today's talk, What is Stewardship and Why Does It Matter?, is not only being given by an eminent scientist, but in the presence of other eminent scientists, albeit perhaps not listening too closely. <laughs> Ed's Biodiversity's foundation mission is to foster a knowing stewardship of our world through scientific understanding in line with notions of humanity's responsibility for stewardship that runs strongly throughout the Christian tradition and the theological understandings of numerous religions around the globe. Stewardship reminds us that we don't own, we contribute and serve. The ethic embodies the responsible planning and management of resources. We are caretakers and stewards, as Margaret Thatcher noted in 1988. She said, we are not merely friends of the earth, we are its guardians and trustees for generations to come. No generation has a freehold on this earth, all we have is a life tenancy with a full repairing lease. I first heard Ed speak while an undergraduate at Harvard in 1977. I saw myself as a hard scientist, not interested in biology, but his lecture on myrmecology, the study of ants, moved me. And at that time, Ed was also struggling with the political implications of his work on sociobiology. I was impressed with the way in which an entomologist's theory was moving politics, but also with the way in which Ed stuck to the science, leaving others to score the political points. Now Ed's curriculum vitae uh, and the rest of the speakers is on your chair, 
but just a reminder that he is currently the Pellegrino University Research Professor Emeritus in Entomology for the Department of Organismic and Evolutionary Biology at Harvard. He is the author of the New York Times bestsellers, The Social Conquest of Earth and Ant Hill, a novel. He has twice won the Pulitzer Prize and is the recipient of over 100 awards for his contributions to science and conservation. His new book over here, The Meaning of Human Existence, brings together science and philosophy knowledge and imagination in a consilience that creates a 21st century treatise on the difference between human beings and other species. He is alarmed by the possibility of human behavior interrupting the process of natural selection. Are we facing the greatest moral dilemma since God stayed the hand of Abraham? It is here in the UK also to champion MEMO, the Alexandrine project to build a global beacon for biodiversity on the Jurassic Coast, what I describe as a bell for the Anthropocene epic, which is there really to prevent us wringing the clothes of our species and others. Now, the order of proceedings will be roughly this. Um, our speaker will set out his thoughts for about 25 minutes, and then I shall call on two distinguished guests, Helene Winch, a known expert on sustainability and responsible investment, and David Ajay, the widely renowned architect, for two short responses, and then we will open the proceedings for questions with all of you and engage in a discussion. I should also point out, if you're of a nervous disposition and really want to read all of this uh, on your own, we will be having a book signing immediately afterwards at 11.30, uh, where Ed would be delighted to uh, work with you on taking uh, further reading lessons afterwards. Well, with no further ado, if I may, our guest speaker, Ed Wilson. Thank you very much, and uh, thank uh, my uh, fellow panelists for coming and joining me in this endeavor, and thank you for coming this morning. Um, I'm going to cover several subjects related to those uh, that I think are of our common interest and also to propose uh, how we might proceed in certain areas uh, in, um, uh, to um, uh, approach and make reality the ideals to be expressed in the memo monument uh, and the entire memo enterprise which in my judgment uh, is historic in its implication. Uh, the chief reason being that for the first time we are putting species and thus the diversity of life uh, center stage uh, on its own right rather than on uh, the enumeration of the ecological services that uh, the surviving species give us. Uh, and thus, relevant to the message of the church uh, we're trying to broaden the uh, base on which uh, moral reasoning uh, can be conducted, and not entirely by anthropocentric or human-centered means, but also uh, by uh, considering uh, a, an instinct of stewardship, uh, an instinct that we have and which is allowable, shall we say, by the precepts of, um, uh, or the tenets 
uh, uh, and principles of um, modern population genetics and evolutionary theory. So that's what my exposition will be.